You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode 129. Want more from Eric Sue? Watch him on Facebook Live every Friday at 9:30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Interact and ask some questions. Visit Facebook.com/slash Eric W. Sue Trainer to be live with Eric. See you there. Are you a first-time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. If you are a long-time listener, we thank you for your continued support. Do us a favor and share this podcast with all your friends because they deserve this amazing content as well. Okay, now on to the good stuff you all have been waiting for. Health tips, wellness advice, no hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a different and refreshing kind of dentist with us today. Her name is Bernice Tepletsky. We'll be talking about holistic dentistry, what it is, and why you should consider it. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Bernice. Bernice, are you ready to make it happen? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Dr. Bernice Tepletsky has worked in the dental field since she was hired as a 16-year-old dental assistant. After high school, she enrolled in Marquette University, where she graduated with a degree in biomedical science. She completed Marquette University's dental school with a certificate in gerontology. After being diagnosed with mercury toxicity in 2011, Dr. Bernice learned that her exposure to mercury was coming from her patient's feelings as well as her own. Stunned at the unknown and damaging effects one's oral health could have on overall health, Dr. Bernice has since dedicated her career to improving the lives of her patients and her staff by practicing a more natural, holistic form of dentistry. She is constantly evolving her practice as new research emerges and concentrates her practice on biocompatible materials, removing harmful bacteria and toxins, education, and helping patients have healthier mouths. She practices general and holistic dentistry and is the owner of Wrigleyville Dental in Chicago, Illinois. She is a member of the International Association of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, the Academy of General Dentistry, the American Dental Association, and is currently president-elect for the Holistic Dental Association. Wow, Dr. Bernice, that was a lot. However, could you share with us and our audience a little bit more about how you got started? Um, how I got started in, in dentistry or holistic dentistry? All of it. All of it. Um, well, I got started in dentistry at the age of 16. I wanted to be somewhere in the healthcare profession. Um, saw a an ad for a dentist hiring an assistant uh, in my hometown, and not really sure why he hired a 16 year old, but I had the I felt like I, I, I won a gold card, you know, won the lottery by being able to be uh, his dental assistant, where I learned what dentistry is all about. Um, had no idea that I would even go into dentistry. I just knew that I wanted something in the healthcare field. Uh, and just fell in love with dentistry and fell in love with the patient interaction, the fact that we can 
see kids as young as, you know, he was seeing kids as young as two, three years old, and then saw their parents, saw their grandparents, and I was able to see how they grow up and be a part of their healthcare throughout throughout their years. And that really that really resonated with me. I really, I really love that aspect of it. Excellent. Very good. So that's how I, yeah, that's how I got into general dentistry. And then uh, holistic dentistry, I got into that uh, after I graduated dental school. I did a residency program over here at Illinois Sonic in Chicago and um, felt that there was something more that was needed. Felt that the, that the conventional dentistry that we were practicing is just Sometimes it was barbaric. I mean, I was doing a surgery and when we realized that cutting people open, sewing them up, I mean, it was, at the end of the procedure that I did, I thought that I was, I, it was just too barbaric. There's got to be more of a conservative way to treat someone in, in, in this specific condition. There's got to be a more natural way. Um, and so I started looking into natural dentistry, homeopathic dentistry, um, nutritional dentistry, I just started to look into what, there's got to be another type of dentistry and fell upon these organizations and I'm, now I belong to the IAOMT, the Holistic Dental Association, and learn from mentors part of that organization as far as how to how to be more biocompatible, natural, and more um, just doing more of what the body needs. Super excellent. I um, want to get into all that a little bit more. And um, before we do that, though, here's a fun question my audience loves to hear the answer to, which is what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? A cool or unique fact. I, I was a rhythmic gymnast from the age of four and did that for 10 years. Um, so that's a, a very feel like unique sport not many people know about, and I think that actually led to my knowing more about nutrition. I had very strict Russian coaches um, that always told us about eating well and uh, nutrition. And so from the age of the eight nine years old, I was always looking at food labels and seeing what's in there and trying to be healthy. And so I think that was. That was kind of a jump start to my nutrition fanaticism, I guess. <laughs> so so um, for people who are not familiar with rhythmic gymnastics, what is exactly, can you describe it? Yeah, it's, it's gymnastics. They do have it. They didn't have it on the Olympics this year. Um, it's the one with, like, the, the ribbon, the ball, the hoop. Um, it's based on, like, flexibility and grace and dance different type of, of gymnastics, different from um, artistic gymnastics, what everyone usually associates gymnastics with. Got it. Very cool. Um, some people might be wondering, can you still move like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably not like that, but I, I, I've been doing yoga for the last maybe almost seven, ten years, so that definitely kept up with my flexibility. Um, so I don't really use any of the apparatuses anymore, but I definitely do keep up with flexibility and, and that part of, of gymnastics, I guess. Awesome. Very cool. Um, appreciate that information. So I had mentioned to you uh, when we spoke earlier how 
this particular topic is a little bit different from a lot of the other topics that um, I, or guests I've had in the past. And you, you are the actual first dentist that, to be on the show. So uh, thank you for that. Um, and I am it, honored. Thank you. No problem. And the main reason was because of your uh, holistic approach to dentistry. And so that's the topic for today. And so could you just help us understand what it is? And then you can um, help us understand why people should consider it. Sure. Um, well, that's a loaded question. So holistic dentistry, I, I feel that holistic dentistry is different to many people. And it's a, it's a big umbrella to how we treat people, how we look at patients in a whole body approach. So we're not, as dentists, we're not looking at the patient just as in, let's take a look in your mouth, let's see what's in your mouth, and let's just treat your mouth. But we're looking at the overall health of the patient. What, um, not only what medication are you taking, but what supplements are you taking? Um, a lot of times I like to work with my patient's physicians, and not only their MDs, but their naturopaths, their chiropractors, their acupuncturists any other uh, medical professionals that they work with because then that's a, it's a whole body approach. We get to work with their whole systems that everyone is working together. Um, when we look at a patient, we look at not just if they have cavities um, mm. or if they have an infection, but we also look at the types of materials that are in their mouth to see if Anything that they have in their mouth correlates with anything that is on their medical history. Any, if they're immune compromised, um, if they're diabetic, if they have, you know, lots of cavities. Um, we talk about nutrition. We talk about um, ways that their oral health or ways that things that are inside the mouth, different materials that are inside the mouth can possibly affect the rest of their health. Hmm. Um. You know, for most part, I think uh, I mentioned this to you. Uh, for me, growing up, the dentist was basically someone who cleaned your teeth, someone who pulled teeth if they needed the pull teeth, um, and minimized pain if there was any pain from any anything. And um, what you're describing is is a more broader, a whole body approach, like you said. And um, so, it's so a why why should people consider it? Well, we look into it as more of a preventative measure as well. So it's not just we're treating patients after the fact. We're trying to prevent disease, helping patients keep the teeth in their mouth for the rest of their life. So for, for many new patients that come into our office, we take a plaque sample. We look at it underneath a microscope, and we take a look in, to see what type of bacteria is underneath the gums. And by that, we're able to customize the cleaning that's done or recommend different products that can that can help reduce or minimize or even eliminate the type of bacteria that cause gum disease. So if we see that there's bacteria that right now everything is healthy, but they do have bacteria that could cause gum, gum disease, we are able to be more preventative, especially if patients have a family history of gum disease, parents, grandparents who've lost many teeth. We're able to prevent that. Mm. So that's that's on the preventative side as far as um, taking care of the gums, taking care of the just as far as cleanings go. Mm -hmm. But 
when a patient comes in, we see we see cavities, depending on how big they are, we might even be able to do something to treat cavities if they're really small, we might be able to remineralize them, meaning we can prevent them. We don't have to drill and fill. We might be able to do something to remineralize them to help them not become big cavities, so you might not have to do anything to them. Well, there's active treatment that we'd have, we would do, but we wouldn't have to drill on a tooth. We can remineralize them and save them to make them pretty much go away. Hmm. So preventing decay in that way or looking into nutrition. I see, I um, see. So, yeah. I was going to say that um, you, you have the last resort as like drill and fill, like you said, or any barbaric approach, I guess. Is that sort of the, um, the whole idea? Yeah, I mean, when, when I was talking about the barbaric approach, I was doing a, a gum surgery. And so when I was, when during that procedure, I was thinking, you know what, there's got to be a way we can prevent cutting open gums. You know, there's a lot of people who have gum disease. And if there's a way that we can prevent from people having gum surgery, um, I, that, that's what started my search for what is now holistic dentistry and that's just a name there's also we were also called biological dentist or natural nutritional there's so many names for it so we just we just went with holistic um but we we now um realize that there is a way to treat gums without surgery and that's what we do in our office treating treating gums in a in a more call it a more natural or just more gentle approach rather than a surgical approach. Very good. Um, let me do something here. Someone's at the door. All right. So, Dr. Tabletsky, can we go into, uh, I think you said the mercury and, and silver uh, issue? Sure. So, there's been a lot of hype in the, in the media about amalgams um, or silver fillings. Um, and I know you wanted me to talk about that, touch base on that. So silver fillings that, that a lot of people right now have in their mouth have been placed for 80, 90 years, something like that. It's been around for a really long time, and we've been calling them silver fillings. There's actually 25% silver in them, about 50% mercury in them, and some copper, tin, zinc all mixed together, put in the mouth, and they're... Uh, we're taught in school that they're once they're placed in the mouth, it's inert. Um, but what we're learning from research is is that every time these fillings get stimulated, meaning like a toothbrush is a toothbrush rubbed on it, we're chewing food on it, um, there's any heat that goes on it, coffee tea, it elicits or emits a little bit of mercury vapor. Not a lot, but just a little bit of mercury vapor. Um, once they are removed, just if a uh, you need to have a, a silver filling removed, uh, then the whole removal process, there's tons and tons of vapor that gets, that gets exposed, um, and that's exposing both the patient, the dentist, the room, the environment. And so we're learning right now that it's, it's, it's a really toxic substance. Mercury is a, a neurotoxin, and so it's not really good for the brain. It goes up to the, uh, all of your major organs, and it's really hard to detoxify from mercury. Um, wow. That's actually one of one of the ways that I really got into holistic dentistry when 
I, I measured my mercury levels after a colleague said he, that, um, colleague just said, you know what, you, you really have to measure just to make sure, just to see what, what your mercury levels are. Because mm-hmm. you're in the industry and you, and you, you know, remove fillings, place fillings, was placing them in, in residency programs. So we need to know, you know, how, how, how our bodies are. And I measured, I was off the charts. I was one of the highest levels that the comp- the, the president of the company that um, I did it through, uh, he called me and said, what are you doing? Uh, you ha- are you a dentist because you have to protect yourself? Uh, you have to detoxify because at the rate that you're going, you're not going to be practicing for much longer. So that was, um, that was an eye-opener for me. So I had to, um, I ended up removing my fillings with a biological dentist or a holistic dentist who removed them safely. Um, I had to um, change my diet and and detoxify and and then and, and I guess most importantly would be to protect myself. So now I wear a big mask when I remove amalgams. Um, there's a bunch of filters in the room. There's a lot more water that gets onto the filling, so that helps the patient. So the patient doesn't um, that there's it minimizes the vapors for the patient. The patients also get oxygen so that they're not breathing in the fumes. Um, the, there's big hoses of like uh, filters that are around the room for the patient to minimize the patient's exposure. And in our practice, we give patients um, some supplements before or after um, agents to collect the mercury so that way it doesn't go into their organ system. Um, so the dentists who are accredited with the IAOMT. Um, so patients are interested in, people are interested in removing their silver fillings, their amalgams. Um, I don't recommend doing doing it, just remove all your fillings. I think that there needs to be a, a need for them. A lot of times we'll, uh, we'll evaluate the fillings and if it needs to be removed, we need to remove them safely. And so the IAOMT has a there's a whole list of dentists who are accredited to be removing them safely because otherwise if it's not done safely, then it can be more harm for, for the patient rather than benefit. Wow, that, this is some serious stuff. Is there a certain number of population that actually have this issue? Or is there has this practice stopped or what's going on? Well... I think that's a tricky question because the um, countries like Denmark, Norway, Sweden, they've already banned mercury or amalgam fillings. They've already banned that from their country, so they're not allowed to have it, place it in their country. Um, in the U.S., the American Dental Association still supports it and says that it's okay to use. So we're, we're still teaching it to dentists in dental school. Um, so right now it's not going away in the U.S. Hmm. So dentists are still using it. I'm, I'm sure you can request if your dentist is using it, you can request, you know, to use only the white fillings. White fillings do not have any metals in them. Um, porcelain fillings, they also don't have any mercury in them. It's just like the silver grayish colored fillings. Those are the ones that do have mercury. Hmm. Um, this must upset you that that there is no uh, law or something that says we we shouldn't be using it just like the Europeans. 
You know what? It's it's so politically based. Um, yeah, it's 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 so grounded in politics that you know I, I feel like a lot of dentists have their hands tied, mm. and we just have to kind of go along with what the what the rules and regulations are. Mm. So it's it's you know it it is what it is right now. I know that there's. Know that the one of the organizations I belong to, the, actually the the IOMT, actually filed a suit against the FDA, saying that it's harmful and that they should be doing something about it. Mm. So that's it's it's in progress, but for right now, um, it's you know take caution with it. It should not be placed on especially kids under six. It should also not be placed or removed if a woman is pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, so those are just a few important important ones as well yeah just curious here what what kind of um uh, impact does removing these feelings that are harmful what is the kind of effect does it have on a person is it immediate or is it um not noticeable it can be both so it depends on the person it depends on the already toxic load or toxic limit of a person so if somebody is immune compromised, has any immune issues, um, they're more prone to having a greater effect. Um, and that's another reason why I like to work with patients, um, physicians, doctors, nutritionists, just to make sure that they're on the right supplements beforehand or afterwards, just to make sure that their body is, first of all, able to handle removing the amalgam because it's a big burden on your kidney and on your liver um, just to make just to detoxify the rest of the mercury as it goes through your your own filtration system. So we have to make sure that we're we're not only just having a safe protocol, but the body is able to handle it. Before I was doing a, a safe protocol, I did have patients who who had flu-like symptoms and just felt really poorly afterwards after just removing them without any barriers, without any any type of like a safe protocol. Mm. So it, it really does affect people if it's not done safely. Hmm. Very good information. I, I, uh, I hope my listeners are, are, are listening. And, and um, what, what can uh, a person do if they actually know they have uh, uh, these feelings? <clears throat> well, if um, I, I would first speak with a holistic or biological dentist. Um, not all fillings need to be removed per se. Um, I, I, w- I would evaluate them. So if I were them, I would first evaluate the what the fillings look like because a lot of them may look okay, and and some of them have cracks and they're you know in the process of corroding and there's there's just leaking and there's, there's all sorts of stuff going on underneath them that are actually causing more harm than good for the body. And then if, you know, if they're interested to take a heavy metal test or a mercury toxicity test to see what, what their body burden is or how much mercury is in their body. Because sometimes people who are, there's a lot of people who come to our office that are sick and for whatever reason, Sometimes they're just really strange illnesses that, that doctors can't identify. And, and we seem to be one of the last resorts for some patients saying that I have this whole list of symptoms 
Um, I'm just really sick. My doctor has no idea what it is. And we work with a doctor to test their heavy metals. And a lot of times it's, it's the metals in their body, which are actually coming from the mouth, that are, that are hurting them and that are causing all sorts of illnesses. So um, just checking how much mercury, and not maybe even just mercury, because sometimes there's a lot of lead and aluminum and cadmium and all sorts of other metals that could be coming from your teeth, your crowns, your um, fillings. There's, there's a lot of hardware that dentists put into the mouth, and now we're realizing that it's causing other issues that are that are not being recognized because they've been in there for sometimes 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Mm. And um, a lot of heavy metal toxicity is a cumulative effect. So over the years, the body gets more and more burdened and is not detoxifying as quickly as it is getting um, getting is burdened by these toxins. Mm. So go get checked and, and someone like yourself could do that for them, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, there's there's a whole list of dentists um, on the IAOMT site. On the on, There's also the Holistic Dental Association. Um, I, I would say those, there's also the International Academy of Oral Medicine, uh, or the IABDM, Biological and Dental Medicine. Hmm. There's a few organizations that, that, the dentists are a part of that we're constantly learning. We have meetings several times a year and we're looking for ways to help patients attain better health. Very good. Excellent. Um, can you give us an example of some uh, biocompatible materials that you guys use so that people understand that it's all safe? Sure. So the biocompatibility realm, what, what we do is um, – Many patients come with us with allergies, and some have more allergies than others. Some have allergies to metals. Some have allergies to all sorts of foods. Um, so we do what's called a biocompatibility test, which is a blood test that um, compares your blood chemistry with 15,000 materials that we have in dentistry. So in this way, when we're doing a filling on you, we're able to use the exact um, filling material, the exact bonding agent, the exact, all the materials that we need to use will customize the materials based on what your body is okay with. So this way we, we customize your dentistry. So if uh, no matter what feature that is needed in dentistry, we're able to take this little booklet and you can, you know, it's, 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 it's your personal um Booklet of materials, brands of materials that we're able to use for for you. So our office uses we, we take the most sensitive patients and we pick our materials from those patients as far as what's generally safe for those types of patients. Because I like to compare that to let's say peanuts. So if, if we take a room full of people, 100 people, there's got to be people that are sensitive or allergic to or maybe even severely allergic to peanuts. So why are we putting We'll say like a peanut-covered uh, filling material in everybody's mouth. We need to mm-hmm. customize it. We need to use peanut-free materials, or you know, that's just an example. But there's there's certain ways that we're we need to be treating patients as far as a biocompatible approach, so the body doesn't react to certain materials that we're placing. Very good. 
Uh, I like that approach, and I think um, a lot of people appreciate that you guys go that far and the extra step to make sure that whatever you guys are putting in their bodies or in their mouths um, is compatible. So that's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's actually just a few more minutes, believe it or not. Um, and perhaps we, we could do another episode down the road and, and talk about some more details of these um, topics of holistic dentistry. Um, I'm wondering, uh, just as the last few questions here, if you have any quick tips that you could share with our audience um, from your experience for, for them to stay healthy with their gums or their teeth and uh, their mouths. Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm really big into prevention. So preventing gum disease, preventing cavities is is very, very crucial. So um, I'm a big fan of electric toothbrushes. My favorite is a Sonicare electric toothbrush, and I've seen huge improvements with patients who use an electric toothbrush, especially the Sonicare toothbrush versus a manual toothbrush. Mm. And so making sure that patients are brushing not just the teeth, but the gums as well. And so that really tightens up the gums, makes the gums a lot healthier. Um, and so if you ever feel like your gums are, are bleeding or are red or are puffy, those are all signs that the gums are not healthy. Mm. Sometimes just using an electric toothbrush, sometimes that helps it go away. Um, or visiting the dentist, obviously that'll, that'll uh, see what is going on. Maybe there's something underlying and then continuing that following that up with an electric toothbrush, I find that helps a lot. Mm. Um, as far as protecting against cavities, um, one of the biggest things that you can do is to make sure the mouth is clean after meals. So mm. we know that, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be brushing and flossing every single time you eat. But sometimes it's just not practical. Sometimes we, we live in a world that's just on the go all the time. So after meals, what one can do is take some water, rinse your mouth out with water. Uh, making sure that you're, there's nothing on the tops of the teeth. You can, of course, brushing and flossing, that would be ideal. But if you don't have it, take some water, rinse your mouth out, uh, and do what I call tongue picking. Uh, go around your, your tongue. Mm. With your tongue, go around your entire mouth and make sure that there's no, no food, no debris, nothing sitting on top of the teeth, on the insides of the teeth, on the outsides of the teeth. Um, sometimes even chewing some sugar-free gum, make sure the, the ingredients, make sure the ingredients are all good. Um, just making sure that, because sometimes the gum will lift up anything that's sitting in, in those little crevices and the little grooves of the teeth. Mm. And so if you always have a, a clean mouth, you're less likely to get decay. Hmm. Very good. Excellent. I think th those little, uh, tips are just uh, a whole show in itself just for prevention, right? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, um, I just have the last few uh, questions. One of them is how do people get a hold of you? Well, there's, uh, we, we do have a website it's called WrigleyvilleDental.com. Um, all our contact information is on there. Um, you're also welcome to, to email us either info at WrigleyvilleDental.com or Dr. T D R T at WrigleyvilleDental.com. Um, so there's a wealth of information. We do have a blog on the, on the website as well. So we're, we like to inform. We like to educate. We want to make sure that um, that we're doing our part in helping the public stay healthy. So we can find a lot of information on there. Excellent. And and it's only by appointment, correct? No walk-ins? 
typically not. We typically no, we don't we don't really do that. But I mean, I'm sure we're, we'll be able to fit people in if they do have an emergency to give us a call because then we can fit them into the schedule. Um, we we run very efficiently. We have an amazing amazing team at the office, um, and so we're we're all very trained. We have a lot of training that goes on in the office to make sure that we're all up to date and treating patients efficiently and um, the way that we all want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And if anyone does come to the office, you know, even though we're in the city in Chicago, um, we do have free parking. So that was a, a big bonus when we were picking our place. Um, so yeah, so. Okay. Excellent. How Very we can good. get a hold of um, I don't know if I asked you this last time. Are, are there ways that um, people can learn more about you besides the website? In other words, do you offer workshops? Do you um, give, t- give talks or anything like that so that people can uh, learn more about you? We have done that. Yes, we have done that in the past. I haven't. I don't have anything scheduled right now, um, but there's definitely there definitely will be opportunity in the future. So. Okay. Stay tuned, I guess. It'll be, it would probably be on the website. No problem. No be. problem. Um, so for my audience, everyone who, who's listening, I will get all the contact information in the show notes. Um, she is in Wrigleyville, which is a Chicago, uh, I don't know, suburb slash uh, part of the city. <laughs> and um, so I appreciate your time uh, taking it out of your day to share with us this information, which is very important. Uh, maybe down the road we can do another episode. And uh, but in the meantime, thank you so much. And I um, perhaps may visit you one day <laughs> for myself. So sure. thanks a lot, Eric. All right, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show in Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.